0: Um, it'll be a good time to just bless her and pray over her, pray over baby. Um, Yeah, there will be a diaper raffle. I know she's in need of diapers, so if you guys want to bring some diapers,
1: um, yeah. All right, thank you.
0: And also I want to thank Dane and the guys, the men that hosted our breakfast this morning. Great breakfast very good just a few other things um, we're still doing the touch point at 10 o'clock on Wednesdays that's to share updates of what's going on in the church but also bring the word for days like these times like these um, Wednesday youth group it's at the church house here at six o'clock can contact Peter Linnea Coffin for information about that. Also, a Kairos gathering for adults at 6.30 on Wednesday nights. And Pastor Dean has a Zoom Bible class on Thursdays. That's at 7.30, and you can talk to him about that. This coming Saturday at 2 o'clock, we will be having a memorial service for Ida Mae Jacobs, and we want to invite, we invite you to that service, Ida Mae who is a longtime part of our church here. So, and then for giving, we have boxes in the back of the church house here for giving of our tithes and offerings. And um, let's just pray over those tithes and offerings right now. Lord, on this Easter Sunday morning, we just thank you for the opportunity of giving even of our finances. We want to give ourselves to you and we know that's part of it and lord we thank you that as we give that you it's like seed sown really that comes back to harvest that we can be giving again and we know that's all offshoot of your love and we have cheer in giving joy in giving and we're thankful for that lord in jesus name we're thankful well this is easter sunday and we're so i'm so glad to be here and to have all of you here i actually to be honest with you i thought a year ago at one point i was still thinking we were going to be be here for easter but that didn't happen and uh i'm so glad that we can all we can be together like this now and we're going to talk about the joy of knowing who Jesus really is. And then we're going to be having a drama afterwards that a number of folks have been working on for several weeks, and uh, they're going to be sharing that, presenting that today. It's about him. It's about Jesus in every book of the Bible. But when we have a revelation of who Jesus really is to us, We have a joy that will be flowing out from our innermost being that can't be stopped. And we'll be experiencing a strength right in the midst of adversity that comes from this resurrection joy inside of us. Um, Yesterday I was just going to go over my message one more time and hear something popped up on my iPad and I read it and I thought wow I think I'm gonna glean from that this isn't all just from what I saw there but I added just a little bit but this was from John Palton Family Policy Alliance I don't know maybe some of you have heard of that I really hadn't but he says for many of us Americans Easter has extra meaning this year after a year of daily death counts With many paralyzed by fear of death for themselves or for vulnerable loved ones, we rejoice on a weekend where our focus is on Jesus who conquered death and the grave. After a year of tension and anger played out in nightly eruptions on our streets and daily outbursts on social media accounts, we exhale a sigh of relief and hope we embrace Jesus, the Prince of Peace. And after the turmoil of a bitter election and the gunt wrenching often truth-defying policy changes that have followed, we are steadied and renewed as we kneel before our good and glorious risen King, Jesus, who embodies truth. And He never changes. He is our rock. In times of trouble. Jesus is our rock in times of trouble. The last year has been remarkable for its enormous events in mounting numbers of cases, deaths, businesses ablaze, churches closed, vote counts, and so much more. And yet beneath the big numbers and the headlines it is also been a year of quiet anxiety and gnawing fear and building anger in our neighbors and sometimes even in ourselves but through all of that this year has been a crystal clear reminder that we live in a fallen world that desperately needs a Savior if we trust in Jesus then even in the midst of a broken world and never-ending battle for truth and justice, we can find a peace that surpasses understanding, a hope that never fades, and a joy that strengthens us with endurance to not grow weary in doing good. And it all starts at the cross of Jesus and at the empty tomb of Jesus. That's where it is. And we're going to read now, and you can put Matthew 28 up there. This is the story. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a deep or dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the woman, to the women, "Don't be afraid," he said. "I know you're looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead." Let's say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just as he said he would, as it would happen, come see where his body was lying. No other religion on earth has this claim. No other religion. Actually, this isn't a religion. This is a relationship with God through Jesus. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and he's going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy, and they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. So Jesus is risen from the dead. And Jesus, our risen Lord, is everything to us. One of the things he is is joy. In the midst of even like a year that we've just gone through. On Easter morning, we experience great joy because we know he's alive. And we come to realize that he is. And that's a focus this morning. He is. He is our joy every day of the year. Our challenge as believers in this resurrected Lord Jesus is to keep the focus and meditation of our lives on him and his word so that this joy does not stop flowing. 1 Peter 1.8 Without having seen him, you love him, though you do not even now see him. You believe in him and exalt and thrill with inexpressible and glorious, triumphant, heavenly joy. It's a different kind of joy. I mean, it's divine joy. The Greek word is kara, cheerful, delightful, gladness, greatly or exceeding, overflowing, right in the midst of the hardest day. Philippians 4.4, rejoice in the Lord, we're told to do always, Again, he says, I say rejoice. To rejoice is to cheerfully express the joy, resurrection joy in words and in actions. And there's a great importance to keeping that flow of joy going. When we lose the joy flow, we lose the victory attitude. We become weak and we open the door for defeat to get a foothold. You probably know that scripture in Nehemiah 8:10, "And be not grieved and depressed, for the joy of the Lord is your strength and stronghold." Proverbs 15:13: "A joyful heart makes a cheerful face, but with a heartache comes depression." Proverbs 15:15, 15, 15, the passion translation. "Everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed. But when you choose, choose, say that word, choose to be cheerful, every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness, more and more joy and fullness and really calm. That um, in the Septuagint, which is the Greek version of the Old Testament that brings it out that the good heart is always calm. It's so always calm in the midst of the hardest day. Proverbs 17:22, a joyful heart is good medicine, but depression drains one's strength. So let's remember that the source of our joy is or really who it is. It's a person. It's Jesus. He is risen. Our risen Lord Jesus who lives in me now. By his spirit, and in you, too. If you've received him as your Savior, he's, it's a fruit, joy is a fruit of his spirit within us, as it says in Galatians 5.22. And when we focus our life meditation upon ourselves and things of the fat flesh and the problems of the day, and then guilt, condemnation may come, the joy flow gets stopped up. but How do we keep the resurrection joy of the Lord flowing and growing as fruit should? By keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. Right through it. Right through the hardest time. Right through the hardest moment of a day or a week or a month or a year or whatever. Fixed on who he is. We keep the joy flowing by being determined to meditate on God's word instead of all the contrary things that steal our joy. Jeremiah 15, 16, when I discovered your words, I devoured them. They are my joy and my heart's delight. We keep on with the joy flow when we keep on dwelling in his presence, consciousness of his presence, Moment by moment, He will never leave you or forsake you. Never. Psalm 1611, another very familiar one. You will show me, Lord, the path of life, and your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Pleasures forevermore. In the in the passion, it says it this way: There, for you bring me a continual revelation of resurrection life, the path to the bliss that brings me face to face with you. Then Isaiah sixty-one ten: I will find joy in the Lord; I will delight in my God. He has dressed me in the clothes of salvation and wrap me in the robe of righteousness. We can make a decision to rejoice in the Lord, even when our surroundings, circumstances don't look good in the natural realm. I've, I've done that many times in this last year. Through many different kinds of circumstances. One, of, one being the heartache of coming here to church and not be able to see you here. You know, there were times when there were 10 of us. We were limited to 10 people. I think maybe a few more snuck in for a few times. But um, that was, I had to choose to rejoice in the Lord. There are a lot of things through this year where I had to re- choose to rejoice in the Lord. I had to choose to rejoice in the Lord when my mother was going through some stuff that I did not like at all. But you know what? She had the joy of the Lord through all that. And you know what? I did too. I did too. We had the joy of the Lord right up through the end. But it wasn't just because it came natural. It wasn't because of the outward circumstances. And you know what? I also know that you had many opportunities. And you probably have them right now that you're going through. That you can make a decision to rejoice in the Lord, to look to Him, to focus on Him, who He is. He's in you. You have an eternal life before you because He rose from the grave. Our joy is not contingent on what we see in the natural realm. Our joy is established and current in our lives because of the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. Because he is. We rejoice in him. We have resurrection joy that overcomes even in the midst of the most adverse circumstances. It's kind of like Habakkuk wrote, 317, God's Word translation. Even if the fig tree does not bloom, the vines have no grapes. Even if the olive tree fails to produce and the fields yield no food. Even if the sheep pen is empty and the stalls have no cattle. Even then, I will. I will too. I will be happy in the Lord. With the Lord, I will truly find joy in God who saves me. The Lord Almighty is my strength to go through that circumstance, to go through that hard time. We all go through hard times. He's our strength. He makes my feet like those of a deer. He makes me walk on the mountains. Always remember Jesus is alive. Say that with me strong. Jesus is alive. Because of Jesus, we can have Easter joy, resurrection joy every day of the year. Jesus is our resurrected Savior and Lord. Jesus is awesome. There's a lot of things that are awesome. But nothing is awesomer than Jesus. Hallelujah. Nothing is awesomer than Jesus. Don't have my normal table here today, so Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the first. He's the last. He's the beginning, He's the end. He's the keeper of creation. He's the creator of all, He is. He is the architect of this whole universe. Jesus is the manager of all times. He always was, He always is, and He always will be. And now because of Him, So will you and I for eternity. He, Jesus, is unmoved. He's unchanged. He is undefeated. He is never undone. He, Jesus, was bruised and brought us healing. He was pierced and eased our pain. He was persecuted and brought us freedom. He was dead and brought us life. Jesus is risen and brings us joy and power. He reigns and brings us peace. The world doesn't understand him. No army can defeat him. The natural mind cannot explain him. Our governmental leaders should not ignore him. Herod could not deter him. The Pharisees could not confuse him. And all the religious leaders could not keep him from his purpose. Jesus the anointed one. Nero could not crush him nor his body, the church. Hitler could not silence him. The new age, they can't explain him, and the atheist cannot explain him away. Jesus is light. Jesus is love. Jesus is eternal. Jesus is Lord. He is goodness. He is kindness. He is gentleness. And Jesus is God. He is holy. He is righteous. He is mighty. He's powerful. And he is pure. Jesus' ways are right ways. His word is eternal and unchanging. And his mind is on me and on you. Right now, Jesus is my Redeemer. He is my Savior. He is my Guide. He is my Peace. He is my Joy. He is my Comfort. He is my Lord, and He rules my life. Amen. How about yours? I serve him because I love him. His burden is light, and his goal for me is abundant life. I follow him because he's the wisdom of the wise, he's the power of the powerful, he is the ancient of days, he is the ruler of rulers, he's the leader of leaders, the overseer of overcomers, and he is the sovereign Lord of all that was and is and is to come. And listen to this. His desire is to fellowship with me and you and you. He will never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He will never mislead me. He will never forget me. He will never overlook me. When I fall, he lifts me up. When I fail, he forgives me. When I'm weak, he is strong. When I am lost, he is the way. When I'm afraid, he is my courage. When I stumble, he studies me. When I stumble, he studies me. When I'm hurt, he heals me. When I'm broken, he mends me. When I'm blind, he leads me and makes me see. When I'm hungry, he feeds me. When I face trials, he is with me. When I face persecution, he is my shield. When I face loss, He provides for me. When I face death, He is my eternal life and He carries me home. Jesus is everything for everybody, everywhere, every time, and in every way. He is faithful. He is God. He is the joy and rejoicing of my heart. This Jesus of Nazareth, the Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is our Jesus. going I have Gus come up here, because right now we're going to bring an invitation. and this can be for those online, maybe there's somebody here that's never received Jesus as your Savior. We're going to just give that invitation right now, but also it it might be for just returning to the Lord if you've fallen away from him. For some, it's been very difficult in this year in your walk with the Lord, and the Lord is calling you calling you home to him so gus is gonna lead us in prayer and hallelujah
1: praise the lord hallelujah how many can say jesus jesus he is the reason oh hallelujah
0: he's the reason
1: he's the reason for the season He's the reason that we're all here today. It's because of the blood that was shed on Calvary that set us free from sin and death. Oh, hallelujah. We know in the book of Romans, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that he who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved, him and his house. Yes. And that's the first step to salvation. Yes. The Bible says in Romans that salvation is joy and peace and righteousness in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. That is salvation. Yes. And if there's no peace in our life, If joy is gone, if there's no hope, then we need Jesus as Lord of our lives. Once we receive him, we can walk in faith, we can walk in peace because we know God has our back. That he will never leave us nor forsake us, but that he will be with us always until the end of time. He's right there with us. Because he died for us yes. for our sins. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. We can blame it on the Jews for crucifying him. We can blame it on the Roman soldiers that crucified him. But really that hammer that drove those nails was in our hands because of our sins. And Jesus died that we might be free. Oh, hallelujah. 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 And when that revelation comes, that he is Lord. He is Savior. He died to redeem us. Oh, that the power of death over our lives would be broken. That we would have a new life in him. And so we have to believe that He is real, that He is here with us, that He died for us personally, that on the cross, He was calling to us. And so we believe, and that's the first step. The Bible also says in Romans, that he who cries out to the Lord, he who calls out to the Lord will be saved. Yeah. And that's the second step. Yes. And yet there's a third.
0: Yes.
1: And that is recognizing, you know that the blood of Jesus is on our hands because of his, our sin that he carried for us on the cross. Yes. And so we have to Repent and say, Lord, forgive me. I recognize that I am a sinner. And I need salvation. I need my sins to be washed away. You know, the Bible says that when we repent, that our sins are cast into the depths of the sea. And they are remembered no more. That's right. That God forgets them. That's right. That they're erased from the book of life. Yes. Because they're under the blood. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. And then I just want to read a scripture. And this is from Romans chapter 10. Verse 9, the Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Oh, hallelujah. For whoever, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. So I would just like to lead you in a prayer today. It's for those, all those people out there online and everyone seated here today who has never Accepted the Lord Jesus as your Savior. But it's also for the rest of us who have backslidden in some area of our life. It's for us who have become lukewarm. For we know that the Bible says, I would that you were hot or cold, but because you are lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. And so it's a call to recommit our lives to Christ. To take that next step. To draw closer to God. To wake up every morning with Jesus on our mind. Oh, and give our life to him every morning. And say, Lord, what would you have me to do today? Wake up every morning and say, Jesus, I just thank you for another day to live. And to proclaim your glory here on this earth. To walk in fellowship with you. I'm just going to ask you all to stand up with me this morning. Say this with me. Oh, shout it out to the Lord. Jesus.
0: Jesus.
1: Lord, Savior.
0: Lord, Savior.
1: Redeemer. Redeemer.
0: Redeemer. I believe I believe
1: that you died on the cross for
0: me that you died on the cross for me
1: that you washed my sins away with your blood
0: that you washed your sins away with your blood Well thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus for a new life in you for a new
1: life in you I give you my life I give you my life. Lord, I want to walk with you. Lord I want to walk with you Lord I lift up my hand.
0: Lord, I lift up my hand.
1: Lord, take it.
0: Take it. Lead me. Lead me. Guide me. Guide me.
1: Fill me with the power of your Holy Spirit. Fill me with the power of your Holy Spirit. Give me new life. Give me new life. Give me that joy and peace and righteousness that you have promised.
0: Give me that joy and peace and righteousness that you promised.
1: Thank you, Jesus, for a new life. Thank
0: you, Jesus, for a new life.
1: Thank you, Jesus, that old things have passed away.
0: Thank you, Jesus, that old things have passed away.
1: That old things have become new.
0: All things have become new. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus.
1: Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, just lift up your hands and shout. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Lord. Father, thank we you, just Lord. thank you for that power of your Holy Spirit. We just thank you that we walk in a new power. Mm. We walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, thank you, Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Amen. You may be seated, and we're going to transition real quickly here into that drama we talked about. And Sarah, are you nearby? Our director.